And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 29 of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a comedian who swears he's not a ghost, even though he loves creeping around spooky places. It's Tim Kalpakis. And she's a comedian who has finally learned how to feel confident enough to brag about her perfect BMs. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here to show us some insider tricks that will help us pay extra taxes. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we'll have a good times never end. Allison Rosen, do him the way he gets a dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little sugar cream pies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, which yes, it is real. I looked it up. Just three ingredients, sugar cream and nutmeg. I might say to the nutmeg, hey, get out of here. But anyway, that was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Rich Morikow. All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. I am now up to three to four bonus episodes a month. I cannot commit to weekly, but I mean, it may as well be weekly. I'm doing a live stream this week. What was that? (laughs) I don't know. No, but I heard like a crunch sound. Oh, that was me holding in a laugh. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) let it out. Well, you know, you're giving your spiel. I don't want people to think your spiel is laughable. Uh, my spiel is laugh withable. Everything oh. I do is, f- it's laugh withable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I would like to say hello to my guest. Now, I am going to start with the person that I have forgotten over and over and over and over so, so many times that someone on Twitter, I think it was Lisa Lowry, suggested that your new nickname is Forget Tony because I keep forgetting you. How flattering. Tony Thaxton. <laughs> isn't that, isn't now that, I'm holding in my laughter. <laughs> isn't that what you want to hear? Hello, Tony. Hi. How's it going? Good. Are you going to give us one of those rousing, I'm always here, hello? No, because I got a proper introduction this week. <laughs> you know, I got well, to th- play it down when you forget to make you feel better. Oh, thank you, you, you codependent angel (laughs) i just heard that sound again you guys let the laughters out let them out i did laugh all right i would like to say hello to my guests jackie johnson yes i'm next yes in your face timmy k in your face damn it i gotta Uh, earn it Jackie, you're back in L.A. and you have a new headset. All sorts of things are coming up, Jackie, right now. I'm telling you, what a transformation I've had. Four <laughs> months in Delaware does you right, you know? <laughs> but yes, now, I'm back in L.A., honey. I'm back. And this new headset, you're Jackie J if you're nasty. You know what? I just thought for all the zooming I'm doing, a headset might do me right. And honestly, Tony Thaxton himself complimented the audio quality. So I think I made a good decision. It does sound quite good. There are some podcasts that, for anyone who is not on Patreon, get on Patreon. I mean, I forgot to mention that, thank you, I forgot to mention that you can now sign up for an annual membership and you get a 10% savings. So it's like over a month for the, it's over a month free. Um, That's a good deal. So just go do that. But 
what was I going to say about? Oh yeah, yeah. If you are not watching this video, which you can see on Patreon, Jackie's got the the headset and then like the little bead. So we were saying before that she kind of looks like someone in a Discover commercial, and then that led to a whole conversation. But, but before we have that conversation, we need to say hello to our last but not least guest standing at his standing desk mm-hmm. in dramatic lighting with a robust head of hair, more robust mm-hmm. than before even. It's Tim Kalpakis of the Sloppy Boys, the Birthday hey. Boys, and uh, Creepy Murder Tours. <laughs> yeah, mainly of being a creep. And I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing some uh, air uh, earbuds, just the classic earbuds today. Um, but, you know, they're, they're getting the job done, so not everybody has to have a fancy headset. It's okay. Not everyone nope. can handle it. Yeah, your your you, uh, your ears are going to stay much cooler because these get a little hot. <laughs> That's true. That's the yeah. idea. I mean, halfway through this podcast, you guys are going to be dying, and I'm going to have fresh ears. Smart. Do you think you could pull off a headset, Tim Kalpakis? I have such a huge head that the 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 he- headset starts to bow, and I can feel it like pushing back real hard on my head the whole time. So it's like fighting against that little piece of plastic the whole time I wear it. So it's not worth the battle. I hadn't noticed that you have a huge head. Is this like oh. a thing that, I mean, and I, I don't, I mean that in a totally neutral way. I'm not trying to say like, oh, wow, I thought of you as a small head guy either. I just, <laughs> you know, I was so dazzled by the other things. I didn't notice the size of your head. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. I do. I have a big head, but then also recently I, had that thing where I I was trying on a hat and I was like oh, this this hat got too small and then I tried another hat and I was like this one's too small too and I realized that I've gone up several hat sizes just because all, all the hair I piled on top of my head so I think I'm probably up to almost like a size eight hat on um, like a fitted hat a normal person would probably be a seven and one quarter I'm up to an eight now wow. it's bad wow do you think your wife is gonna leave you yes. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Do you guys have any tips on sort of ways to trick a wife uh, into staying with a huge-headed man? I sure don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can tell you what you shouldn't do. This is a segue into a me story, and it is disgusting. And I can't remember if we started out the pod. So this is we've had this group before, and this is quite a winning combo. And... Does anyone remember, did we start out the podcast talking about disgusting things last time, too? I feel like maybe we were talking about bowel movements. I don't think so. We definitely, we definitely did got talk in. about bowel movements. I don't know if it was right up top, but... I think we each rated our own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We were talking about probiotics, because Jackie's pro-probiotic. Yes. Well, life is really cyclical, because anyway, I made some vegetable soup yesterday, and I ate a big bowl of it, and it was really, really good, and then it's just been nonstop farts since like three in the morning. Um, <laughs> thank you. That's what the people want to hear. Um, it is out of control. Daniel claims he has not noticed. He and I sleep, I'm a very light sleeper, and I, since last night, just fart a ton in my sleep and he sleeps like the dead so he is okay with it but um it's out of control and i don't know that i can go the little over an hour to an hour and a half that the podcast is going to run without my friend behind me making an appearance and um also it is weird 
to be in a little bit of discomfort and realize, you know, I haven't this entire time that I've been home, I haven't felt sick at all. Not like I feel sick all the time, but it's just throughout this. Has it been that way for you guys? Like throughout this pandemic, I obviously haven't caught any bugs from anyone because I'm not seeing anyone. So it's weird to be a little bit uncomfortable again. It is my my longest streak of health for sure. I have not had even one sneeze for a year. And yet we're not doing anything with it. I don't know what we should be doing with this health, but taking advantage of it in some way. (laughs) Um, Let me ask you about this vegetable soup that you made. Was it heavy on cabbage? No, but it it may as well have been. So (laughs) it was one onion. And I really think that's the... The top note. <laughs> Jackie, is that the right term? Yes. Yeah. It's got, it's got top. It's, it was an, it was onion, cauliflower, and mushrooms. And I feel like those are all in the cabbage realm. Cauliflower is bad for farts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Take it Especially from a vegan. If you, if you don't cook it all the way through too, if it, if it's, if it's raw, I think it's like, um, supercharged. I don't know what this was because it, it was frozen cauliflower that I then microwaved oh. and then put in the pan and then cooked for a while and then I put it in the blender and then um, was now- this a was this sort of um like a creamy soup like a thicker soup or was this like a like a stock? It was like pureed vegetables. Okay, fancy. So, yeah. Mm. Um, well, no, it really. It I wouldn't. So Daniel and I are both doing Weight Watchers, and they are not a sponsor. And we talked about this. He's the guest on the Monday episode this week, and he's lost 20 pounds in three and a half weeks, and it's so fucking annoying watching how easy it is for him. Like, it is just... He and I have a very different relationship with food, and he and I also... uh, He just... I guess I've heard from a lot of people like, oh, yeah, men lose weight a lot faster. But anyway, this is one of their recipes, and it's like, this delicious soup doesn't have a drop of cream or sour cream or anything, and it's just vegetables. Um, And so I'd say that... It really is more like a puree. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Sounds good. Was it, it in a, vi- a Vitamix? No, I don't have a Vitamix. So I got a Vitamix. And did you know that you put raw ingredients in a Vitamix and you can whip them up so fast that it cooks? So I made squash soup. I made a uh, split pea soup. I made all kinds of soup. And just like the kinetic energy from being whipped that fast, it gets hot. And then you eat a boiling hot soup just because of the inertia. That's amazing. How are your farts? So high tech. <laughs> you have no idea. It, it's, it's like I have a Vitamix like right there uh, in my digestive system launching them out of me. It works so, so great. So wait, I nodded along to this because I was in advanced science classes back in high school. Not in college, but in high school. Um, so the motion is what cooks this? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have a heating element. So all it is is that blade spinning. And I, I still can't quite tell if it's like it gets so... Because it does get hot. Uh-huh. So maybe it gets so hot that the heat is cooking it. Or is it just something about moving particles around real fast that they are now <laughs> cooked by the end of their spin cycle? And Jackie, you... The, oh, interesting. If... You had like a Vitamix washing machine. You could cook your clothes <laughs> exactly. or make a, like a shit ton of soup all at once. Jackie, you also have a Vitamix? I sure do. 
Do you want to brag about it? <laughs> I've had a Vitamix for a few years now. I bought it off of QVC Ooh. one one evening uh, during an impulse. I've only purchased maybe three things off QVC, and this was a good one. Um, Vitamix can't say enough good things about the company. Uh, I've had mine for several years now, and it started kind of slowing down. I called them up. They sent me new parts, fixed it up. Um, and yes, you know, it's, I think it's like a two-horsepower engine or something. Several wow. horsepower engines. So yeah, that's what, that's what makes it go so quick, which is what cooks the food. You can make a tomato soup in that real easy. Is this like, a, by the way, they are not a sponsor. Is, cause I feel like we're doing an infomercial, but is this a selling point? For, <laughs> this is so infomercially. Is this a selling point for, for the Vitamix that you couldn't cook it in the blender? I mean, to be honest, I've only done that a couple times because it takes a long time. And it's loud, and my dog hates the sound. Oh, my so kids I, hate the blender, yeah. Yeah, so I typically will roast like a butternut squash in the oven and then scoop the squash that's hot already into the Vitamix, and I'll add my cashews or my coconut, whatever my creamy thing is, and garlic, and then I do it. So mm. it's not the full cooking. I don't use like raw, cold vegetables. Tim, do you do that often? I've only done it twice. Yeah, see. And I didn't I didn't buy the Vitamix thinking I would do that. It was more I found it in the little booklet that that came with it and I I was I didn't believe it. I had to try it just to uh verify that it in fact turned into food. And it worked. Tone but- zone. What's your blender sitch? I've seen Vitamix in Target. Uh yeah. <laughs> I I have I actually uh, I've kind of been considering buying a new blender because mine. Uh, uh, I have a. I have, what kind is mine? I don't remember, but it's it's not a, a super nice one or anything, and it looks terrible. You know, like the the thing gets it just like gets that haze constantly. And it just looks dirty, even yes. if it's clean. You know, Tony, yeah. I want to stop you. Take it from me. All summer when I was in Delaware, I was using one of those magic bullets. Uh-huh. Oh. After being a hater because I'm such a Vitamix cult member, it's great. Yeah, it's I've super convenient. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't even have to clean it yeah. because the, the mixing element is in the actual cup that you drink out of. So you don't have to, like, scrub out a, a, a cylinder. I'm going to get one. <laughs> I'm going to cheat on Vitamix for one of these damn magic bullets. I haven't looked up how much they are. But damn, it worked great for smoothies. If you're like a smoothie drinker, I'm like, that's all you need. It's very fun for like a, to make one margarita, which is not something a normal person ever does is to make one blended margarita and drink it by yourself. But I've done it with a magic bullet. Well, don't worry. Tony loves to drink margaritas by himself. (laughs) The fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I I think you know. (laughs) Um, okay. Let's go back to the gold that I said, hey, Hang on, save it for the podcast. Those Discover commercials, which Jackie has apparently yes. auditioned for. The, dis- the reason we're talking about the Discover commercials is because Jackie's headset looks like she looks like a character in them. And apparently my understanding of the entire premise was off. I thought it was this one actress playing two roles or twins. But it's not. Can someone please break this down for me? I need a Vox Explainer article. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't catch on forever. I thought it was the same person. But yeah, I think their idea is when you call Discover, you talk to someone who's just like you. And they define that to be someone who looks almost exactly like you, but is different. 
So yeah, they're just, they're different people on different ends, but in a 30 second commercial cutting back and forth, like our eyes don't have time to recognize what the hell is going on. It took me years. How, how did you finally find out? When was your commercial epiphany? I think that somebody, a sketch comedian wrote a parody of it. And I was like, what? I don't even remember what their joke was, but I, I was like, what are you talking about? The whole point of these is that it's the same person. And then they said, oh, no, no, no. Au contraire. And uh, yeah, it's so weird because I bet most people don't clock it whatsoever. Yeah, I definitely did not know until I auditioned for one. And then I got pretty far in the process to the point where at the end, they really start matching people up to make sure that you look very similar. And they also make sh- make you go to the hairdresser and get the exact same haircut and color. Um, and then obviously like exact same outfit, things like that. So at the end, when I almost had booked the commercial, it was down to like six of us and they were swapping us in and out. Like I would go in with one actress and then she would go in with the other one. And then I would go in with the other one. She went in and they kept doing that until they narrowed it down to the two that looked the most alike. I didn't book it. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, But there was one where they are actually the same person or they're twins. Um, And she like acknowledges that she's like, wait a minute. Is that you, sister? Or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one is twins, but every other one has been two separate actors. Get out. I know. I feel crazy. like they're going too far if none of us are getting it. So, Jackie, when you had this experience, was it like six Jackies and was it super weird? Yeah, but, you know, you get used to that real quick in L.A. I remember, like, <laughs> I went on this audition for How I Met Your Mother. And it was like a very specific line. It was like Barney walks into the bar and there's a redhead with a deep voice from Texas with red hair. <laughs> you know, it was like very specific. And I'm like, oh, I, I've got this part in the damn, you know, bag. And I get there and there's literally 14 of me in the waiting room. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. You forget like every kid from their hometown that was voted, you know, wittiest senior moves to L.A. to become famous. And then you're like, oh, shit, everyone is me. <laughs> you have to like um, really take that in you know did you guys watch how i met your mother i never did no. and i remember hearing negative things about it but then my sister loved it I-, I love sitcoms shamelessly so i really liked it um i didn't follow it super close i'm not it's not like with friends where i like know every single line of every episode but <laughs> i do i do appreciate it and thought it was very well done it feels like that's the multi-cam sitcom that was almost trying to obscure the fact that it was still was multicam. There's tons of scenes, lots of cut twos. They kind of almost frame it real close, but well, it is just shot on a soundstage. Yeah, and they don't film it in front of a live audience. Oh. Uh, they film it, and then they they film people watching it and record their laughter, but it's not filmed in an audience. So it is sort of like a single cam, the way it's shot. And I know that because I worked on it once when I used to be a background artist. Oh, background artist. Yes. Because <laughs> the way you did it was art. That sounds... I was a professional for like two years. How was it? Oh, wait, we've talked about this. It's we like, talked about yeah. this on my show, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've brought it up a lot. I, you know, it was, it was a big part of my life, my first few years of LA. But Barney, uh, a.k.a. You know, Neil Patrick Harris, licked me. What? Uh, unprompted. Licked me unprompted. Did not ask. And looking back, COVID nightmare, right? I did not know I was going to be licked that day, but he did lick me. And I am in the show. And I used to get tweeted, texted, Facebook messaged every time that episode airs. People are like, oh my God, is that you? I'm like, yep, that's me. Did the lick make the cut? 
The lick did not make the cut. Hmm. What was the scene? Uh, it was just like, okay, I was trying so hard, honestly, to stay in the background, like the foreground, because I was like, I want to be on this show someday as an act, like as a speaking actor. But because I'm so good, <laughs> they pulled me from the back and they put me right next to Neil Patrick Harris and they call that featured extra. That's the dream. So it's literally me and him and the other guy, Radner, jo- Josh Radner. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, and it was the three of us sitting on the couch. And I'm like in the scene. And you know, it's my famous moment. I could I'll probably send y'all when we're done the the picture cuz I have it on my Instagram. I tweet it every few years. But then like what happened it. where he licked you? Well, it was like in the scene we were like all drinking and doing shots or something, and um his character is kind of the like player guy, you mm-hmm. know? And so he was trying to, you know, take me home, trying to get a piece, you know? So he was like, he like grab, put his arm around me and like goes on my face or something to be funny. Gross. I don't remember. But after he was done, after the take, <laughs> he was drop. like, hey, I'm, he goes, hey, I'm really sorry. Was that okay? I just got really, I had this like vision. I had this. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Lick me all you want, Neil. <laughs> yeah, he was doing his art. He got carried away. He did. He was deep in character. That's what Barney would have done. Speaking of art, I need to apologize for for poking gentle fun at background artists. I feel like I came off bitchy and I was just trying to be silly. I felt I was not offended at all and okay. I used to be one. Did you have to deal with I feel like you always see the 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 nice uh, craft services and the nice things, oh, yeah. and then background artists have folding chairs, feeding and troughs. Cheetos. It's always <laughs> full like of Cheetos. Gruel. Just yeah, a table yeah. of like the the Lay's variety pack is always yes. what there is to eat. Yes, but I will say this: um, I was only non-union for two jobs, so I always got the good craft services because oh. I joined the union way too early. <laughs> Wait, so then are, does that mean everyone on that show has to be union or are there non-union background people and? Yes. So and you have de- different craft yes. services? Wow. Yes. So if you are a union background artist, you get all the good food, you get treated better, you get better sitting areas. And then if you're non-union, they literally feed you like <laughs> Lay's variety packs <laughs> out of a trough. So were you going and stealing the good grilled cheese from craft service and bringing it to the other people? Oh, I actually yeah, like Robin Hood. I got in trouble doing that once. So I was on, uh, this movie called Semi Pro. It was a Will Ferrell oh, yeah. movie yeah. that didn't, wasn't his biggest movie, let's be honest. Um, and my roommate was a non-union extra and I was a union extra and she started pressuring me to get her the good food. And I'm like major people usually are shocked to find this out because I have such a like rebellious attitude, but I'm actually an extremely like goody two shoes role follower. Um, and so she kind of pressured me into it and I ended up stealing her some good grilled cheese with like a tomato soup dip and I got in trouble and they like made an example out of me and made a big speech in front of the entire cast and crew that union people cannot take food for non-union people. And as he was giving the speech, he looked right at me. Wow. I, I in can't front of it everyone. It was actually grilled cheese. That was just It like- was actually grilled <laughs> cheese that you dip into tomato soup. And guess what? Her farts were bad after that. <laughs> I wonder if they cooked the tomato or just put it raw into the Vitamix. <laughs> Who knows? Jackie, how did you become... Once again, I'm hosting the SAG After podcast. How did you yep. become union so fast? 
Uh, so I was Taft Hartlead. Yes. Uh, meaning I was given a line. I was upgraded from an mm. extra to, um, an, like a, what's it called? Featured person. Uh huh. Um, my second job ever, which was on Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, the Aaron Sorkin dramedy that went one season. Oh yeah. And I was an extra. And once again, they pulled me from obscurity. Aaron Sorkin himself uh, came over and said, hey, she needs to say something. Uh, is that cool with you? And I was like, yeah, fine with me. I literally didn't know it was a big deal. I was like, oh, I'm in Hollywood now. This is how it works. But then everyone was like, oh, my God, he does not give lines out. I worked on West Wing for five seasons. I never got a line. And, like, we're flipping out. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Whatever. He but I thought I was famous. He has to say something. Yeah, he just said it like didn't work. So basically, I was wearing this really tight, obnoxious silver dress. And uh they were like, oh, go get that girl in the silver dress. Because they decided they wanted to do like a sweeping shot of like the girl walking through the party kind of thing. Mm. And so once I did it, they, they th- thought I should say something to like open the scene. Got it. What did you say? I said, thank you so much. <laughs> I believed that you really felt grateful. Yeah. Oh, speaking of gratitude, I need to say hello and thank you to my new patrons. And it has been a couple weeks since I've done this. So the list has gotten a little bit long, um, which is great for me. So here we go. Hello and welcome. Leslie L., Sarah M., Rich M., Jennifer S., Catherine L., Katrina L., Aaron L., Maggie H., Rachel P, Lindsay G, Jennifer R, Megan W, Melissa J, Marla K, Mark B, Karen D, Amy H, Bridget, no last initial, Jessica R, Amy K. Did I already do? Okay. Nope. Amy H, Candace V, Ann M, Debbie B, Joyce D, Jose C, and Brian B. Hello and welcome. I hope you enjoy. So many my, new patrons. I know. It's, it's wonderful. Thank I've got you, like everyone. three in the past two months. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much are you charging over there? $400. I feel like that might be part of it. <laughs> you know what? It's quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of incentives um, are you offering over there, too? Do you have the Platinum yeah. Club? You have all that stuff? Of course I have the Platinum Club. That's the only level. Oh. Yeah, yeah. just one. Right. It's efficiency is what's happening over there okay tim it's your turn for me to put you on the spot all right now i um okay so my sister and i are shorthand for people over the years for you know those people you meet who are like they don't understand humor and they you'll say something funny and they'll be like where'd you hear that (laughs) so i don't want to be a where'd you hear that kind of person Mm-hmm. By making you defend what is going on on your Twitter. <laughs> I get it. I think it's funny. I love it. But could you explain? I don't want to destroy the art by making you explain it. But could you explain <laughs> a little bit about what's happening on your Twitter wherein you are impersonating a, a woman who has a lot of things to say, most of them about sex? Oh, you mean Linda Underwear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I uh, I know what you're referring to, but I, I have no uh, connection to Linda. She just does her own thing, okay? Um, <laughs> no, that, that would be great if uh, 
I like you. Uh, the where'd you hear that? As if everything I've tweeted is just like, yeah, I heard it, and then I uh, <laughs> tweeted elsewhere. No, I basically uh, this is a trick for anyone listening. If you if you run out of things to say in, <laughs> to the world, <laughs> just to say it to somebody else. I, I fully like. I can't. I can't think of a tweet to write. I don't have a take on anything. No, and nobody wants to hear me talk about <laughs> about about. Uh, the world. So, uh, I truly just have nothing to say on my own. So I changed my name to Linda Underwear <laughs> and I changed my picture to a woman who's in her underwear, but also <laughs> seems to be pregnant, which I haven't actually acknowledged yet. And, uh, I've slowly started building an elaborate world where this woman <laughs> all she cares about is having sex with her with her husband. And I don't know where it's going to go. Maybe it is a multiple studio film feature kind of a thing that's going on maybe it just sails away into the night never happens again but in the meantime check out linda underwear and and find out what she's up to with her husband today Um, you know what's funny though is people that do like I'll I'll tweet something and it won't get any likes and then I'll I'll click on the tweet like info and it'll be like ten thousand people clicked on your profile to see who the who this was <laughs> so for a tweet that nobody liked nobody enjoyed ten thousand people were like what is what, what is happening <laughs> so just for that i keep doing it but didn't wasn't it someone else before it was linda underwear yeah it, it was lady <laughs> there was a long line it's it kind of organically turned into linda underwear but no you know first off it was uh Beverly Mysterious, who is a writer who is um, offering to, to out Hollywood pedos. Now, did out. that catch on? Because that's like a that's a real cue kind of thing. That one out of the gate, people were very, that one was probably like the most people clicking on my profile ever. But then I didn't know what to. I didn't really think it would be a funny joke to start naming innocent people as pedophiles and then if i brought up like real pedophiles that's sad and weird and why is a comedy writer doing doing this yeah you painted so, yourself into a corner with beverly yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't a long-term bit and then i've had i've been for a little while i was a uh, sir wimpy who was a wimpy guy and uh madam disguise uh i think uh, right before linda underwear it was uh N- Natasha lingerie, and that was sort of the bridge uh. <laughs> to <Linda> underwear. <laughs> but it's a fun ride. I, I encourage you all to follow me on it. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of losing my mind. And are you just at Tim Kalpakis over there? Yeah, at Tim the, Kalpakis. The best is I'll see the tweet, and before I even see who sent it or the photo, I I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody read one as an example? I've been off Twitter for like oh a month and a half ish. Um, you got to get back on for Linda. I mean, I might, <laughs> uh, but I would love to like, I would love a sample of this because this sounds really great. And honestly, we should all be doing this after watching. I'm sure this has come up on the show already. The it hasn't dilemma. actually. Maybe it oh, has, really? but yeah. I just feel like I want to erase all my profiles and it sucks because I just got my check marks and I was really happy <laughs> about it. But now I'm like, I don't even want to be on social media anymore. And I haven't seen it's, the movie. We should all yet. just become other people and fuck oh, with the algorithms. It. Is the movie basically about just how much of our information they're keeping? Yes. Oh boy. And how it manipulates you and um So you like know. A, a definitive Linda underwear uh <laughs> <laughs> tweet. They're all in this wheelhouse basically, which would be um wouldn't mind if my husband <laughs> gave me a few extra pumps tonight. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. Linda I, is I'm all of us. That Linda is all of us. She's the every woman. That's that's what we all wish we had the balls to tweet. And it's when you just want just a few extra pumps. No, yeah, no, yeah. just two or three. Here's one of my... <laughs> top, <laughs> top ten parts of my husband's body. <laughs> ten thighs. Nine hair. Parentheses head. <laughs> Eight, bush. Seven, that handsome smile. Six, ass. Five, large bulge, parentheses, drives me wild. <laughs> Four, back, question mark. Three, <laughs> his long prick. Two, wise mind in the praying hands. And then one. <laughs> and finally, the, those two infamous nuts. <laughs> this is like I'm watching David Letterman doing a top 10. This is good. <laughs> so here's the thing. My parents, my dad is on Twitter. He occasionally tweets, but mostly they have a window or they I don't know if they still do. For for excuse me, for the longest time they had a window open which was just my tweet activity and yeah. I don't know like I feel like it's hard to get that to make it look like to find that view at this point, but they, maybe they have it grandfathered in. So they see everything I do on Twitter. And I, I liked this tweet. And I'm just imagining my dad, like, reading it. <laughs> we think Linda is a bad influence. We don't want you watching that stuff anymore. Oh I God. love Linda. Like, I feel like I relate to a lot of her content just from what I've heard. She's sort of, she's very, you know, she, she's uh, sexual and, and horny, but she's monogamous. And that's what at the forefront of everything. Uh, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> I think that's great for her. I can't, I never think about, it's funny that, uh, Allison, you worry about people, you know, seeing that you liked it. Because now I'm like, for the first time, just being like, what if my family saw? <laughs> I, I have not, it has not crossed my mind that real people are even... I mean, it's weird for you. I, I haven't talked to a person a person about it. I'm just like <laughs> shooting a weird, weird tweets off into oblivion and being like, I hope so. But, but if someone you know sees it, they're going to be like, oh, he's doing a bit. If my dad sees it, he's going to be like, right. oh, she likes a tweet where a woman is talking about her husband's two infamous nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she, that spoke to her. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's into these days. Uh, do you do you feel like you use uh, the different apps differently? Because I feel like on my, I didn't decide to do this or anything, but on Instagram, I'm very sincere. It's a picture of me holding a sandwich, smiling, being like, I had a nice sandwich today. And then for some reason, when I flip over to Twitter, I'm like, oh, my husband rails me tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. That's what Twitter brings out of me. But I would, I feel like I wouldn't even make that joke on Instagram because Instagram is like a nicer place. I, oh, let's see. Maybe it's just who I'm following. I think. No, I think that's a good, I, I feel like I'm myself on all of them, but I think now I want to do something fun too. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to transform my Twitter into someone else. Yeah. Well, if you've been off for a month, this is the time. Come back with a whole new look. I'm telling you, new Plus, photo, new name. You, Why you not? You got the check mark, so people will really believe whoever this that's new person true. is. That's true. I could has- be Subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, how has it been being off? Because I fantasize about not being on social media. Well, I mean, listen, my accounts are there. Um, I didn't erase them. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, I fantasize about not spending every day looking at it over and over and over. Well, it wasn't easy at first, um, but now I fucking love it. Um, 
it's great. It's freed me up. I've started uh, Duolingo. I'm learning Spanish. You know, I'm also converting to Judaism. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. Uh, so I've just been focusing on other things. And uh, once you do, you know, like 20 something days, you make a habit, right? So mm-hmm. now it doesn't even, I don't even want to look. Really? And every once in a while, I'll go on Twitter and I'll just clear my mentions out. Um, but I used to like read Twitter all day long. I look and at now, it before I get yeah. out of bed. Yeah, but I'm just like, it's all the same old shit. And, and it's literally like, I see the three of you and I see like three other people. I don't know how it works. You just like don't see that many people. And so I'm just like, I don't know. It was bumming me out. And, you know, so I just, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. Um, because we all have to be on the internet. That's what we do for a living. So I don't want to like tell everybody to just erase the internet from their lives, but there definitely is a healthy balance. And uh, after watching Social Dilemma, I was like, I need to not be on this as much as I am. Mm-hmm. You know? So, Tim, what Social Dilemma shows, it's not just that they gather your info. It's the it's the, the addictive like nature of the app. Yeah. The way the algorithm get, like is designed to make you use the app. So if it it tracks what you spend the most time looking at, what you click on and it, and like, if it feels like it's like losing your attention, then it gives you a specific thing designed to create a reaction in you. And like, I mean, it's, a, it's not a human, it's a machine doing right. it, but it just makes you realize how it is so designed for one thing. And that is to be as addictive as possible. And just give you more of what you already like or what you're already yeah. yes. clicking on. Yes. Cause that, I wonder what it would be like if I took a week of my life and I just clicked on, you know, what, I don't know. I probably click on a bunch of uh, nuts. comedians or whatever. Yeah, nuts. All <laughs> the big nut accounts. Uh, if I just clicked on like nice, uplifting things for a month, I wonder if then it would just give me this whole other experience. Because I'm probably only tweeting weird shit like Linda Underwear because I was following a lot of comedy people who were going down weirder, weirder holes and I just followed them. Someone right. tweeted, um, like, you know, life tip. I've been clicking on a lot of plant ads and now all I see are plant ads and it's like really great. Yeah. Plant ads. That would be great. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love I'm, a plant. I'm going to click on a plant ad. <laughs> Why are they advertising? Do they sell plants over the internet and they get mailed to your house? They sure do. I think they do. Wow. That sounds nice. Should we do another segment of my signature segment, my breakout hit segment, Yes, Please, or Oh, Please, where we talk, we let everyone know our feelings, our hot take on something super duper controversial in the past, you know, like abortion or capital punishment or Trump's tax returns, (laughs) or I think we did black licorice last time. And this one actually, oh, let's hear a song and then I'll tell you. So there's a twist on this. Is it yes, please, give me some of that. Oh, oh, please, that's much crap. So this one came in over Twitter. I don't normally solicit topics, but um, I will take one. I, I mean, I guess if you guys want to be sending them to me, do it. That's great. At A-R-I-Y-M-B-F, tweet me there. Or you can email the show. A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Oh, my God. Chooch is here. Oh. A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Okay. This is from Jay Ellis. He says, can I suggest a yes, please, or oh, please topic for some hot takes? Coffee ice cream. Very divisive. Now, I don't know if it's truly very divisive. Um, 
I'll go first. I a hearty yes, please. I don't have it very often, but I would like to. I love coffee ice cream. I think it's a great flavor. Yes, please. Jackie. Okay, I'm going to go oh please. Oh wow. Didn't see that coming. Wow. I like the flavor, but I am very sensitive to caffeine and therefore I do not drink coffee. So when do you have ice cream? Usually for dessert. If I had coffee ice cream, I'd be up all damn night with my little foot twitching in my sleep. <laughs> so I can't do it. I can't do it. Even though it's, it is delicious. Um, but no, I'm going to have to go with old police for the caffeine. Wow. I guess Jay Ellis was right on the money with it being divisive. Dumb Tim? question. Oh, yes. Oh, do they make a caffeine free version? Not that I've seen because most of them are made with like a cold brew or something. They never specify, but yeah. I'm assuming it always has caffeine, which is why I always say no. Yeah. Wow. Tim? Well, I'm a yes, please, because I love the taste, but now I'm, I'm, I just had a revelation when you said you're up in bed with your little foot twitching. <laughs> that is me every night and specifically my little foot twitching. Like I do, I have like restless legs. Yeah. And I just lay there being like, can you believe it, Jessica? Another night where I can't sleep. And I, I probably had coffee ice cream and got straight into bed and didn't draw the... I assumed that it didn't have caffeine. And my little foot twitches. <laughs> That's probably it, Tim. <laughs> Damn it. So, so which one are you? Starting now, I'm a... Oh, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. I don't know if I can handle the excitement. Tony? <laughs> You're not going to like this either. I'm uh, I'm more on the oh police. I know you want hard stances, but if I have to choose one, I'm going oh please because I, I don't ever get it. I don't hate it, but I don't ever get it. Uh, like and, you don't order it or you don't get it. You no, can't I don't wrap your mind around it. it. But also, I drink <laughs> coffee every day, but it just serves a it's a function thing for me. Like I don't drink it for the taste. I don't like you just I, drink yeah. it. To, you drink it to survive. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Like, people rave about certain coffee places being great or certain types of coffee being so good. I cannot tell. Like, you, <laughs> the intelligentsia or something, and you give that to me next to a 7-Eleven coffee, I, I don't care. Wow, we need to do a coffee taste test with Tony. That's Zone right. Because I would find that really interesting. The 7-Eleven coffee versus, like, the, like, $15 Alfred roast is that a thing, Alfred Roast? I didn't oh, you know Alfred. Alfred Coffee? May I, maybe. I don't but think I first do. first coffee, but first coffee. Oh, my God. Well, I hate it, but. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> is, I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, or that coffee that civets poop out. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Do you know about this? Those are It's cats, right? Or what, what's a civet? I, I think a civet is a kind of cat or something i don't know it's coffee beans that are pooped out that are supposed to be really good um yes initially uh snack chat was us actually tasting stuff together and then weighing in we should do coffee taste tests sometime i would love that for tony, tony I, I would go ahead oh i just think that'd be fun Tony, I'm just blown away that you can't tell the difference. And I want to say, by the way, Tony, and I don't know how you'll feel about this. I thought of you this morning when I was lying in bed thinking my husband's going to divorce me over the wreckage that's happened in this bedroom since 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking, like, this would be a good time to be Tony and, and have bar barely any sense of smell. 
Sure. Yeah, I thought you were going to say now- it'd be nice to be Tony and be in bed alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that too. No, he... I feel like he's lying to me, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, um, old Tony making margaritas by himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, old margaritas old. he can't even smell. <laughs> and what's my nick for for what's the forgetful nickname I have now? Apparently, forget Tony. <laughs> I, look, I it's not, it's not the catchiest nickname. I couldn't even remember it. Well, I don't know if it's supposed to be pronounced the Italian way, like forgetoni. I think it's forget. Tone. I don't no, I, know. I forget it. <laughs> or maybe it's forget tone zone. Maybe it's not Tony. Forget tone. I don't, I don't know. Hey. I, Look how cute Chooch is. How's Chooch adjusting to uh, L.A.? She's so happy to be home. She, she ran right up to the house. We were like, will she even remember where she is? But no, she totally remembered. She's already hanging out. And, you know, she's a little tired. It's Yom Kippur. So we're all fasting here. So she's a little tired today. <laughs> She's fasting too? No, I gave her breakfast. <laughs> okay. I, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt too bad. Oh, wait, we have a belly. Oh, look at the belly. Oh, look at the belly. I want to circle back to Yom Kippur and fasting. But Tony, do you think maybe the reason you can't discern the differences in the coffees is because you don't have a strong sense of smell? 100%. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, I, know, I, I worked with somebody who has, who has a, not has like an impaired sense of smell. And she said that she was like, yeah. And I'm, so I'm like not a foodie. Don't really care about food because I'm only getting a little percentage of the taste anyway. So, hmm. I mean, I I think I've maybe oversold the bad sense of smell thing. I don't think it's nearly as strong as a lot. No, no, you can't smell. And we all know it. (laughs) That's right. Don't backpedal now. I'm just saying it, it is true. I just think that maybe you think it's more of a thing than it is for me. Well, I well, think it's a thing. I think it would make sense that if you couldn't smell, that's why you're a musician and you can hear things so well. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's elevated sense. senses. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm glad somebody's nice <laughs> on here to me. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Donald Duck in Math Magic Land, perchance? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see a, a, a film strip or a thing in school called Donald Duck in Math Magic Land? No. Okay. I guess just I got to see it. But anyway, he's like walking through and I think there's like, they're showing how music is sort of mathematic and there's like big notes in the air. I remember that. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. That because of your impaired sense of smell, Tony, which you're now trying to downplay, you can, you see music as Tim pointed out, like Mm -hmm. Donald Duck in Math Magic Land. It's one of many, many ways that I'm very similar to Donald Duck. (laughs) we all know the big one yes (laughs) linda underwear would be Mm. into that i feel like so jackie you are fasting for yom kippur yes how's that going not well (laughs) i'm very grumpy and my head hurts when did, did you stop eating at sundown last night yes and you can eat at sundown tonight yes did you have and a big meal at the very last moment? Yes. <laughs> and you're supposed to think about atonement. Is that right? Yes. All the things you did wrong. Which honestly, I was like, I didn't really do much wrong this year. I haven't had a chance. We've been stuck in our houses. <laughs> you know, there's not a ton on the list. 
not like a ton of stuff comes to mind. Is it just supposed to be this the prior year? Yes. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I think. I didn't, I didn't realize that atonement was what was going on. Because that sounds really Catholic to me, to sit around thinking about how, all the yeah. bad about the bad well, There things. are a lot of crossover themes, yeah. which is helpful because I was raised Catholic. So, mm. yeah. Well, we fast in the Catholic faith as well for certain things. Um, Lent? Yes. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely what I meant, Tim. I remember, I'm thinking back to being a kid and being like, Lent, I feel like I just ate a lot of fish sandwiches on Fridays. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat meat on Fridays yeah. during Lent. Yeah. But then it, it's pretty easy because then there's a whole thing. At least in upstate New York, there's like this tradition of Friday fish fries during L Lent and everyone's eating just tons of fish and French fries. And it's a big feast and it's really fun. There you go. I mean, heaven forbid we don't eat meat for one day, everybody. <laughs> uh, Jackie, you look extra beautiful today. What's going on? No, that is definitely not true. You do. You look fresh-faced and, and young and dewy and beautiful. Well, I have a ring light. Maybe it's the light. Uh, that I, helps. I think it's more than that. No, I honestly am having... Um, Great, I wore a, a mask. No, I, I wore a mask for like, you know, nine hours for my flight. Um, and then I wore a mask multiple days in a row, you know, while we were like looking at houses and things. And I've had, I have a, currently a breakout that's probably the one of the worst breakouts I've had in years. Really? So maybe it's just the Zoom, uh, like beauty effect or yeah. whatever. I don't know. I have no idea, but no, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing anything special, but I'll take it. Yeah, I, I did. I did wake up with a little pep in my step today. <laughs> I think confidence really is in comes from within. It does, <laughs> and beauty comes from within because I'm feeling myself today. I'll I won't lie to you. I am feeling myself today. Maybe that's the glow I'm picking up. I'm on. telling you, that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I like. It does feel good to be home. I'm so happy to be back. You that's good. Peace. Wait, sorry. What did you say, Tim? I was saying I could tell you're at home because you're so at peace with the, with the world around you. Yes. But then also, I like this word that you use, Dewey. I like it because I know what you mean. You, that is the difference. I I went for a jog and then came back and then hopped right on this, and I'm like greasy. I got a shiny, oily face. You, Dewey, is the perfect word for you. You don't look, you don't look dry, but you also don't look like just a. Like frying pan, like well, I, do. I think also it might be that there's no air conditioning in this apartment. Oh, mm. so, so have I a have a flush. do, yes, a healthy do, yes, and I think that's why Chuchi is like so like chilling right now. She's just like paw up, <gasps> don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know. For for the people on the Patreon, oh, there's the belly again. Tim, I don't think you look greasy. I'm going to push against I do. That. Oh. I do think you do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. He's greasy. I can, I can state uh, uh, unequivocally I, <laughs> I am greasy because I can vouch. I got uh, When you jog, uh, do you like avoid people on the street as much as you can? For like in, a, in the COVID sense? Yeah. I do. And it's so second nature now. That I'll just naturally go in a normal life. You keep six feet, but when I'm jogging and huffing puffing. I'll fully go twenty feet away from someone. And then just the other day, 
I saw a, a lady was coming the other way and I politely went out into the street so I wouldn't get anywhere near her. And she was offended and she took a mask out of her pocket and put it on her face like, oh, geez. Like, like I, she thought that I was afraid of her. So like, oh, this guy's freaked out. And then I, I was being nice to her. I, I, yeah. You know. I feel the same thing happening with me here because it's the same. Every time I try to like go for a walk, there's literally people everywhere and I try to just kind of weave through and I've, I've seen a few people look offended. Yeah, I did it yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I was walking down a sidewalk near my place and this old guy was walking toward me and I see him. He's doing the mask on his chin thing, not over his mouth. And so as I get close to him, I walked into the yard that was right there and like went way out of my way to go around him. And I had earbuds in, and then I, I hear him say something. So I like paused my music, and I said, "What?" And he goes, "I made room for you on the sidewalk." And I just went, <laughs> "Okay," and I kept walking. <laughs> not necessary for you two strangers to hash that out. No, <laughs> it does not matter. I appreciate when people go out of their way. We used to take these family walks that we stopped doing because they were just too unpleasant. Um, because walking with three-year-olds is hard. And also because, so it'd be like me, Owen in the stroller, Elliot, Daniel, and then Wendy, and we'd be going down the sidewalk and we'd be the ones who would have to move. And it's just hard to get like all of us and the contraptions and the dog into the middle of the street because other people, specifically runners, and I'm not trying to malign your people, Tim, but specifically <laughs> runners seem to refuse to veer from their straight path. I don't know why. I think there's a type. I'm sort of, I'm the type of runner who is huffing and puffing and having a terrible time and is forcing himself to run. But, you know, like the runners that have all the gear and are really in the zone and they're out there for like an eight mile run. Mm -hmm. I have seen them not be willing to budge because they're timing themselves or something like that. But I'm just I'm just like proud that I got myself out of my apartment. So, yeah, I'll do whatever. So, Tim, these restless legs of which you speak mm -hmm. from the coffee ice cream, possibly. Do you have it every night? It's it's more and more frequent now. I, I've I've been trying to figure out. I'm like a little scientist trying trying to figure out if it's salt. Now mm -hmm. I think now I think it's coffee and, and, and caffeine. So I'll try taking that out. But um, I uh, I eat a lot of salty food right before bed, and then I wake up in the middle of the night with buzzing legs. And I that was my theory. But it's it's yeah, it is pretty much every night. And have you? Is there anything that you've discovered that helps? I got it bad during both of my pregnancies and I found that putting a heat pad on my legs made it a little bit better. Um, and then occasionally I, now I'm not pregnant, but occasionally I will still get it. And it's very annoying. If you put your it legs is. in a Vitamix, it, they'll warm up. That <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Whip them around a little bit. Um, I, I've, I've had, I, I ordered some miracle cures that were kind of stupid. Uh, there were some lozenges. Mm. Um, that I put under my tongue and dissolve them and they didn't work. That didn't then, work. It, was it called like restful legs? Yes. That didn't work. I have a bottle of that. I haven't tried it. It, it didn't work for me. Maybe okay. uh, I didn't take it over something. But then I got something else that did work, but it was too much of it to do, which was like this ointment that like a balm that you rub all, all over your legs. And I just felt like then it was almost worse for me to have these sticky waxy legs that was to just let <laughs> it held be. still though <laughs> yeah i mean they were glued together at that point <laughs> but it wasn't like a long-term solution that just every night i rub wax on my legs 
<laughs> oh, I think I heard that magnesium or calcium supplements help too. I don't oh, know. Magnesium. My sister told me, because I was explaining the other day on the phone that I was having my little foot twitching. And my sister said, oh, I had it real bad when I was pregnant. So there you go. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm Maybe you're child. pregnant. Maybe we're all pregnant. <laughs> Linda is. Yes, Linda. I do know that I I have like a couple million sperm, so maybe it's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of the, the equivalent of, of being pregnant. Right. I'll tell them I'll ask them to hold still for me. Maybe that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, maybe at night they swim all the way down to your feet yeah. and get some laps hey, in. What are you guys doing down there? Get back here. <laughs> they whisper to each other, he's asleep. Let's go down to the feet. Let's um Let's do a couple Just Me or Everyone's and then bring this baby home. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Allison, you were looking down and you missed Chooch dancing to your song. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go back to the video and see it. Okay. Nina Hartley says, just me or everyone, why would anyone prefer to have their text settings on read receipts? Um, and then Leela Rolling Stone says, only a psychopath would do such a thing. But even though I don't have it on my phone, I secretly love being able to see the status when other people have it on their phone. Yes. Same. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. There's Tony- only like three people in my life that have their reads on and I appreciate it. Tony think- Saxton, you're one of them. Whoa. You know, Jackie, <gasps> the thing is, no, Jackie, you told me this before too. And it seems like I got to figure out, I think it might be a computer thing. Cause you know how you get your text on the computer too? Uh, yes. And I think so maybe on Tony's my computer, on it's computer, not set right. Yeah. And I don't know how to change it on my computer. I need to, I keep forgetting to look into that. that yeah. Allison, really why would you tell him that? <laughs> you if told somebody me, has their reads on, you don't tell them. You told I me know. I I regret it. Yeah, I don't, you know what? It's been a long four months in Delaware. I recall that now, but it's because I love you so much. Normally, I wouldn't tell anybody. You don't want them to know their reads are on because it's useful. It, and it's because I love you so much too. And also, I thought it would be interesting for the show. It really is interesting. It is. Is it? <laughs> Tim, Tim, are your reads on? My reads are off. And I think that everyone on earth whose reads are on, much like Tony, I think it's an accident and they don't know how to turn it off. It's I, a lot of parents. Like, it's a I lot think of parents, my, my moms are on. Yeah. And just not tech savvy people. I, I can't imagine a world where you would want someone to know, like, I'm getting around to this text. I saw it, but I'll, I'll answer later. There's not, there's not a practical use for that. I have a question though. How does it know? Like on the phone, how does it know you've read it? Because you might just have your phone unlocked sitting there and it's coming in. I want to know that too. We should do some experiments. Yes. Because Tony's are on, we should text him right now and we should see. Because I want to know, like, does it count it as read if you see it on the front? Or is it when you open the message that's considered read? It's got to be when you open it. Okay, I just texted I just texted you and i meant to write test but i wrote text okay so i'm gonna check it on my computer because i think that's the one okay okay now i'm gonna click on allison's first now it says red okay yeah so it's my so you clicked on it yes i clicked on all right that what if you had go ahead jackie i was just gonna say like when you saw it on your screen it did not show as red 
me or uh, not me Allison, right yeah oh sorry when he saw it on his let's try it again Mine's okay so red, by the way. oh did you click into it that time Tony? no sorry there was it was still open from the previous one let me go to a different window and then Okay. This is riveting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Material. It says delivered. Yes. All so right. it says delivered. So you have not, but but you you're seeing it on your screen. Yeah, I just haven't clicked on it. Right. No, it's when he clicks into it that yeah. it says red. Well, I don't know though because Tony, have you clicked on mine? I haven't, and I noticed that too because it's it doesn't have the blue dot next to it, but I see it. M- mine says red. It, it said delivered for a little bit, and then right around the time that you clicked on Allison's. It switched to to red. So it's pretty um, imprecise, is what I am. That's what I'm hearing. I I feel like I have noticed that with the computer, them coming through the computer is sometimes they don't show up as new, even though they are. Like I haven't seen it yet, but it won't have the blue dot next to it. I don't know why. Hmm. Who knows? (laughs) I'm baffled, but I still am curious. You know what else I wonder? Um. You know how sometimes you'll write to someone and then you'll see the three dots and then they disappear. What happens when they disappear? We have done extensive research in this field. Do tell. Yeah. So basically, like, let's say you get a text and then you write a couple, like, maybe you write back, but then you, like, close your phone or you get an email or something. It will still show the dots even when you're not on your phone anymore you're not looking oh. at the text anymore you'll see dots even though they're not even looking at the text huh. i would close my phone off screen and there would still be bubbles the bubble interesting so that's a flawed system too i don't know who to trust anymore <laughs> you know what nobody that's the truth all right beck says i often underestimate my own girth in other words i am constantly bumping my arms and legs on door jams and table corners estimating that i have more room than i actually do yes i am but i just call that being really clumsy and not quite knowing how to orient myself in space i'm constantly bumping into things same i do not i feel like i'm like extra i tend to be extra like too aware almost in those <laughs> living in fear yeah kind of yeah (laughs) i think i'm kind of like gracefully sliding through uh without Mm. touching anything no i don't i don't bump into stuff i think i know my size pretty well except for that head that's a whole different story (laughs) jesus look at this thing uh mom in so hard says just me or is anyone else totally bumped by the fact that people regularly shorten refrigerator to fridge and until to till all caps there is no d in refrigerator and there is only one l in until so shorten until to t-i-l-l a till is where cash is kept in a register for fuck's sake it's fine i'm fine um i and I normally do think about things like this. I had never noticed the fridge, no D kind of thing. And I oftentimes I'll write fridge instead of refrigerator because refrigerator is one of those words that I never get right on the first or second or third try. <laughs> I have realized it about refrigerator. But I, 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 you spell till, T-I-L-L? I thought you just T-I-L. Yeah, I do T-I-L, yeah. I th- yeah, I'm not sure if I have seen it or not, actually. Maybe that means something else, and this is a misunderstanding. T I. L-L. I you also like see I, on, on, online people say T-I-L for today I learned. Yeah. Yes. Oh. But that's only one L as well. 
Today I saw a feisty epidemiologist write, if you know, you know, like I, Y, K, whatever it is. And I felt like that had, what does if you know, you know mean? Because it was kind of like, I'm bitching about someone, if you know, you know who I'm talking about. That's what it seemed like. Hmm. Um, okay. Ray Morgan says, I never heard the term bad actor until this year, unless it meant an inadequate thespian. Yeah, I don't think I had heard the term bad actor, meaning someone who um, is, but how would we define it? Someone who's like having, like doing something in bad faith. I don't think I'd heard that until kind of recently. Never heard that. Me, me, me neither. Oh, you haven't? Mm-hmm. I bet I bet Ben has. It's like used in politics a lot. Um, I feel like a bad actor is like someone who's, yeah, they're doing something kind of nefarious. Is this what I've missed being off Twitter for two months? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad actors on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andrew Ant says, am I the only one who has to refill the bird feeders due to all those mountain birds who came down early and clean out the feeders every day? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Finally, no, someone says yeah. it. And we are all so pissed. Oh, those birds. <laughs> I don't have a bird feeder, nor do I have a bird bath. But I do have a plant that is frequented by a hummingbird, and there's always a hummingbird there. So I'm going to assume it's the same hummingbird, unless it's like, unless it's like a Discover commercial, and it's just hummingbirds that look alike, <laughs> um, but aren't the same one. Um, you know, I would like to have a bird feeder, but I get you one. Should I? I that was the most pathetic. Like <laughs> I didn't mean to whine about it. Um, my concern is that what if it attracts like, I don't know, coyotes? Are they into bird food? Probably. Hmm. I will say that there is definitely some critter cross-contamination when it comes to bird feeders. I know that squirrels frequent them and that can be a problem. Um, when I used to have hummingbird feeders, uh, when I lived in Silver Lake, there were always bees a buzzing. Mm-hmm. Mm, there yeah. were bees a buzzing, and I would watch the hummingbirds attack the bees and get oh. them out of there. So sometimes unwanted critters will take the invitation to munch. So you have to <laughs> take that risk when you decide to have a right. Feeder. I don't know if yeah. I want to cordially invite them to munch. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you're doing with a feeder. You're saying, "Come all, come munch." Right? Well, why? Why are you putting out uh, feed if you're not okay with everyone? Like, like this person that wrote in, what's the problem with these other birds coming down the mountain and eating bird feed? Or there's specific birds that are better than other birds? I right. Like, when- like who's invited to munch from his feeder? Am I the yeah. only one who has to refill the bird feeders due to all those mountain birds who came down early and clean out the feeders every day? What's wrong? Like, with- what are the mountain bird? What are the non-mountain birds? I don't know. But that but is the weirdest kind saying. of like not my backyard type of thing. Like, <laughs> the wrong birds. I wanted different birds. Well, I think what he's saying is that the word got out that there's food. Mm. The mountain birds went up and said, hey, guys, free chow in the morning. And they all just come in and take it before any of the local birds get any. You know, I think <laughs> that's what he's saying. More. Maybe they're hungry. No, that's mm. what I'm saying. If you want to put food out, 
it's an open invitation for whoever wants to come munch. You can't exclude certain groups, certain, you know, animals, certain breeds of bird. It's like, come one, come all munch. <laughs> I think it sounds like you also need to be committed to refilling it multiple times a day unless you want hungry, angry local birds. Yes. And I'm telling you, my hummingbird feeders, it would get pretty intense. If I forgot to feed them, they would literally start swarming around being like, where is our fucking sugar water? Like, honey. I heard on Bird Yelp, <laughs> squawk, that this is the hottest hole in Silver Lake. Where's the, where's the sugar? And I would literally stop what I was doing and like refill them. It was, the pressure was on. I don't know if I can commit. Um, Jackie. Yes. As a vegan, how did you feel watching hummingbirds attack bees? It's a real birds you know, and bees. It really was the birds and bees. Well, you know what? My thing is nature is nature and nature can be brutal. And it's another reminder that the animal kingdom exists and you just have to be an observer, a voyeur, if you will. And uh, it was one of those things where that's what happens. I mean, birds get hurt out in the wild. That's what they signed up for. It's the jungle out there. It's Silver Lake, you know? <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Joanna McDee. Am I the only one who has repeatedly woken up worried that my house was on fire because of the smoke smell from the wildfires? Uh, Tony, you wouldn't understand this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no, I haven't done that. <laughs> um, no, I did. I mean, I smelled, the, I smelled it, but I didn't have that, feeling, that fear. I was not afraid. I feel like unless you live right up uh, on a mountain that's on fire, you know how many... To come down to the city, that fire would have to burn through millions of people to get to you. So I just kind of assumed that word would get to me before I yeah. smelled my own house on fire. Um, are the fires still, the fires are still, what's going on with the fires? I, I'm not up on the fires. I feel like the uh, national attention has moved on, but the fires are still going, right? The Sonoma fire is still very, very bad. I just got a news alert about it earlier that like 50,000 homes were evacuated Jeez. or something. So it's still really bad. I don't know how the LA one is. Last I heard, the LA one was burning but contained. And that was kind of a weird thing because I don't really follow fire news usually, but for this one, just watching and hearing, oh, it's 5% contained or it's 25% contained. And I wonder what makes uh, firefighters say like, okay, we've contained. Does it mean they're just standing there with a hose ready to go, but, but they haven't put it out? It's like they've secured the perimeter of it. Yeah. It's still just going and going. Also, where do they have to get to to assess the percentage? I feel like they got to be really high up to see. They're in the helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to be good with fractions, percentages. Mm -hmm. Yes. And lastly, I would like to close out on something important to me personally and probably some other people, but definitely not all the people. Un so this is not the bird feeder of, of topics. It's a gal chat topic. You know what that means, Tone Zone. The wrong one again. That's okay. This one's fun. <laughs> Linda Underwear is invited. Oh, she loves this type of stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Jackie. Yes. I have been trying to contour my nose lately. I don't think I'm doing a good job. 
Um, I, ha- I it's like I have too much time on my hands, and now I feel like I want to become the best at it. What do you contour, and what do you use? Because I don't, okay. I don't have the right products. I don't have the right brushes. I don't. I just don't know. I'm at a Here, loss. I am with you. Um, I have very gently dabbled. Mm. But for the most part, I don't mess with it because it is definitely a skill. Yeah. Um, but it's all about either a warm or a cool tone. So you have to figure out which one you are. Right. And then you can get the proper products for it. Um, I've watched a million YouTubes on it, so I recommend trying that. But essentially, you can do right down the bridge of your nose, mm-hmm. a pinched effect of the, the color that's a little deeper than your actual color. Right. And then in the center between those two lines, a brighter color than your skin tone. And then you blend it and right. it will make your nose look a little pinched. Cause you're creating shadow, right? Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, I don't really do any contour. I, sometimes I'll do a little forehead. I, you do a number three. So you do like a three on your mm-hmm. face. But I don't really mess with the nose that much because it is it is hard to do. Right. And uh, you got it's all about the blend. And if you were to do it, though, would you do like a cream or liquid or would you do a powder? I would probably do a cream. I would probably do like you can buy concealer that's Mm -hmm. just a few shades deeper than your shade. And then you buy one that is a few shades lighter than your shade. And those are your two contours that you can use. But everyone has a different thing that they like. But I think a cream is easier to blend and sort of put where you like it to go. And it's also kind of easier to clean up if you mess it up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I like um, a stick. I love a contour stick. Fenty has great contour sticks. Yes, it's so... Okay, so here's the thing, though. And Tony and Tim, I know you'll agree. It's so hard to buy that on the internet. Like, I need, I feel yes. like I need to be trying... That's my problem. I, I want to be trying this stuff in person. But also, you can't anymore. That's... I oh, mean, I everywhere I've that. been, all the samples are gone. I didn't even think about that. So what you could do is you can DM with the company. A lot mm. of companies, especially if they're like indie, which I do love a good indie brand, you can DM them and be like, hey, this is me. What shades do you think will work on me? And they should be able to be like, oh, you are definitely a CO3 cool tone or whatever. Right. Um, and they'll be able to help you. And if if it isn't right, usually they will let you swap it out for one that is. I didn't even think about that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Companies love a DM. You know, uh, they want you to be happy. So they, oh, you know what else? What? What? Do, do tell. I just had this woman on Attribute. She is like a, a uh, what is she, like a trends expert and an online shopping expert lady. Ooh. She's really interesting. Uh, she told me that if you DM a brand and ask for a coupon, usually they'll give you one. And I really? tried it and it worked. What kind of percentage are we talking about? I mean, like, you know, a 15, but, yeah, but, but I couldn't find still... a code. And I was like, hey, I want to try this. Is there a code? And she's like, yep, here's one, but don't tell anybody. And now I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> you, on Instagram or Twitter? Did you do Instagram. This? You know, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I know. I was surprised. Yeah. Um, so wait, you just message them. Just message yeah. the company's account. And yeah. Like, wow. Just DM them and be like, hey, I want to try the products. I was seeing if there's a code I could use. And she just gave me one. Or he or they just gave me one. That's and I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And I bought the stuff. Look at that. Thank you for that hot tip. Tony, Never can you play pay something full price, to ever. indicate that we have a hot tip? Tony Thaxton. 
Perfect. You guys, thank you so much for joining me on this show wherein I talked about farts a little too much at the beginning in a way that I feel, oh my God, you guys are shaking your heads as if I, don't, I didn't. I think we could have gone way harder, honestly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, don't forget patreon.com slash Allison Rosen sign up for a year get quite a savings um, and by the time you hear this it will have already happened but my understanding is both Jackie and I are doing live streams on the same day the 29th but not at the same time so you can see both of ours but it's already happened by the time you hear this but you can go back and watch them I'm sure um, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen I'm also on cameo cameo.com slash Allison Rosen if you like what you're hearing please make sure you're subscribed tell your friends leave a nice comment five stars etc also check out my other podcast Childish uh, Jackie where can we find you what would you like to plug well I would say follow me on Twitter but right now I'm not really hanging out there um, but Jackie Michelle Johnson is my Instagram I'm again posting pretty light these days no pressure However, <laughs> patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson, that's where all Patreon. the fun is happening. I mean, like Allison said, I do two <clears throat> live streams a month with my level uh, $10 level honeys, and they're themed. So our Zoom tomorrow is uh, summer fun, and we're all going to dress in summer and discuss our favorite summer memories. Wow. And the one before that, we did a book club where we brought books. So we're having so much fun over there. And then I do my Cookie Southern Ant podcast there, which is like my storytelling ranting show. And we're having so much fun. That's where everything's happening now. Oh, and I guess Snatch Butte. Uh, my podcast, Snatch Butte, every Thursday, we have a new episode. It's a beauty podcast. And guess what? October is TikToktober. And I have all TikTok stars as my guests. And honey, do I have the guests? I, I'm so <laughs> excited. TikToktober is going to be so lit, as the kids say. <laughs> so definitely check that out. It sounds like a bop that slaps. Oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah. so definitely slappable. a bop that slaps. <laughs> uh, Tim, what about you? Oh, well, check me out. Uh, the Sloppy Boys, my band, or uh, you can find them on Spotify and Apple Music and all the streamers. I'm on, uh, you know, Twitter. If you want to find out what Linda Underwear is up to, that's that. <laughs> we Tim all Pappacus. do. And, uh, yeah, just kind of, uh, connect with Linda. Let her know what's going on with, uh, you and find out about her husband. It's interactive. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony? Uh, just at Tony Thax on Twitter and Instagram. My podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. This week is John Travolta. Wonderful. And um, if you haven't listened to Monday's episode with Daniel, where we did your calls and uh, and other stuff, check it out because it is the maiden voyage of a new segment called Daniel's Cool Beans, where he reviews beans. And it was very funny. Um, so check that out. And thank you guys for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Yeah, Alison Rosen is your new best friend.